This is Up for Debate, episode number 270, recorded February 8th, 2024. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by a man who was third string behind Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Uh, Mr. Sean, how are you doing today? Happy, uh, happy Super Bowl Eve Eve. Eve, uh, you know, well, two Eves, right? It's, yeah, you got a few Super Eves. Bowl Eve, Eve, Eve. I think at least three. You got at least three Eves. Super Bowl week, the week of the big game. Uh, okay. Yes, we are. We are here. You know, I looked it up right before we started. This is our ninth, our ninth Super Bowl prop bet challenge uh, that we've done. In, in Roman numerals, we've gone from V I I I to I X. Pretty exciting. Yeah, well, uh, I was looking at this the other day. We are we we passed uh, Super Bowl XL, right? That was um, that was that was forty. That was forty. Yes. Yeah, and that the was Super the Bowl ne- L was fifty. When is the next? When is the next Super Bowl where the letters spell something funny? Oh, that's a really good question because we. Uh, well, it would have. We had L I V, which live, would have been yeah, fifty four. Mm-hmm. Um, when's the next one though? Well, L X, L X would be um sixty. What's funny about L X? Well, what? Okay, how about this? <laughs> fifty nine should be L I X. Right, that's what I'm going for. It would be fifty nine. Yeah. That's your answer. Super Bowl 59. We're looking forward to a solid matchup between the Detroit Lions and probably the Kansas City Chiefs again. I was about to say, and the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, it's kind of probably you the know, same man, I, I grew up my entire childhood and adolescence and teenagehood in the in the glow of the New England Patriots uh, dynasty, and, and people used to say to me all the time, "Oh, it's really annoying that they win all the." you know, that, that they just always win. And I never understood that. And mm. now that the Patriots suck, but the chiefs are doing it. It's not fun yeah. anymore. Welcome back to 1990, Sean. Oh, how does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel when another team just has complete and utter dominance? It's not pretty, good. pretty not bad, right? Great. It's both. It's pretty boring. It's and then and then every, oh, the entirety of the rest of the fan bases jump on the other team, and you wonder why. And now you know. I think now you understand. Oh, it's all becoming personal. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, we got uh, Super Bowl prop bet challenge number nine. We got a packed show tonight. We're going to be doing all of our picks. Before we get to that, though, we got to talk about the games. We're at Super Bowl fifty. Eight this year oh, yes. uh, in 2024 between your San Francisco 49ers and your Kansas City Chiefs. Also not mine. I don't claim no. either one of those teams. I, I, I always start with this question, Matt. Uh, how do we feel about the Super Bowl this year? Terrible. What, what we are feel the terrible about it. Terrible vibes. Terrible. terrible. All around. This is probably the first time that I've said this, but I, as, as someone who watched a really good amount of this season and really, really closely followed multiple teams uh, and multiple storylines, all the narratives. This was, this, I, I shouldn't complain too much. I'll preface it by saying this is not the worst possible outcome because the Cowboys are not involved. 
that would be the worst possible outcome. But this is this isn't even it's it's bad because it's not even like there's it's there's just nothing. There's nothing here. There's like these two teams already played each other not that long ago. They had their pre-COVID like what was it 2020? Yep. I think these were the, the two teams from 20, the 2020 Super Bowl. It was it was an okay game. It was like actually a, an exciting game. I think the game will be pretty good. But I think there were there were so many there were just so many better options that we could have gotten in a better timeline. Um we could have gotten Bills trying for their first Super Bowl ever, right? Their first Super Bowl win ever. They had been yeah. they had been there four times straight in the early nineties and and failed every time. Wide right, right? And then to see their their season end wide right was actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> but not great. Uh we could have seen them. We could have seen the. We could have seen the Detroit Lions in their first narrative ever, but instead we got the Chiefs and the Niners again. It's just even there was even a lot of smoke around the Ravens and around like uh, uh, Lamar. That would have been kind of exciting. I, there's just this is of the four of the four teams that made it to the championship round. This is, in my opinion, the worst possible combination. Chiefs Niners. Yeah, you know, I've listened to a lot of people over the last week make arguments for oh, why you should root for this team or that team or this team's the villain or what. And it's we've talked about this in past years. Super Bowl is about the storylines, right? Because casual fans come in at this point. And I think what sucks most about this Super Bowl is neither team. It's not that they have a good or bad storyline. They just don't have one. There's no like... Oh, they're the they're the nice guys. They're the underdogs, and then there's no like they're the villain. They have the perfect record, and we want to see them lose. Like, it, and they, tr- I feel like they're trying hard to force feed like Brock Purdy, right? You know, the last pick, and it's like, but he has never played like that great, nor will he this week. You got Patrick Mahomes, oh, the nice guy, and it's like, but he's already won the the Travis. Kelsey Taylor Swift thing, which by the way, I barely want to talk about tonight, if at all possible, is just. It wasn't fun at the beginning. It wasn't fun in the middle, and it's not fun at the end. Uh, there's nothing about it that's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's frankly unpleasant. And so I'm like, there's nothing about the game that I don't care. I don't care. And that's like the worst opinion to have. Yes. Super Bowl 58 is just, it's just unpleasant. It's just, just said, mildly unpleasant. That mm. being said, I do have a team I'm rooting for. You do, Sean. I, do. I had to think about it. I got. I got to have somebody to root for. Who's Who's getting your vote? Who's getting your? Is it Bobby Jindal? Yes, <laughs> former governor. Yes. Who are you throwing your hat in the ring for on this Super Bowl? Friend of the show, Bobby Jindal. Kind yeah, of. We love him. Love him. <laughs> uh, when I lived in Louisiana. Um, uh, the Forty ers and, and I get a lot of people don't like the Forty ers I get they. Th- I never really got the the they're the villain angle because I is it because they're San Francisco? I'm not quite sure. I, I never bought it. I just am over the Chiefs winning, and I do like the idea of a lot of the if you think about it right, how many NFL players never win a Super Bowl? 
The vast majority. It's very hard to do. And I like the idea that you've got these really, you got anyone, anyone from McCaffrey to George Kittle to Debo to, I mean, even forget about Brock Purdy. Some of these guys who are at the top of their game, this is their one shot. And I'd like them to, you know, Shanahan. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't, the Chiefs have done it. I always am a fan. I don't like repeating championship winners. I don't like dynasties. I don't like it, it when it was in the NBA, when it was like four straight years of Warriors Cavs in the finals, it was like torture because it's like, it's not interesting. So I want some fresh championship blood. Yeah, Sean. Um, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from wanting the, uh, the, the, to, to kind of put an end to this, burgeoning dynasty as it were if the if the chiefs get the ring are they officially a dynasty do you think this is yes. what makes them this has made them well, there, hasn't been new a, patriots? there hasn't been a back-to-back super bowl winner since the patriots mm-hmm. um that'll be three rings in five years uh as well as a uh four super bowl appearances in five years which they're already doing um yeah i think they're a dynasty i guess the question becomes how big of a dynasty it is moving. I mean, the Patriots, you got to remember, did it for 20 years. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll ever hit that, but absolutely, I would call this team a, a dynasty. I would argue, even if they lose tonight, I think, or tonight, this week, I, I do think that they are a a, a dynasty. Yeah. I, I, the, uh, the win-loss thing, I think it, it doesn't even matter. It's just the fact that they're in the game and will be competitive next year, too. Like, they're not going anywhere. They're the, the Chiefs. It's, yeah. it's just... Uh, uh, see, this is this is why this is how uh, this is how uninteresting these two teams are. Is I have I have a pick too, Sean, um, and it's so under- interesting. I have to you consult with Google to justify my my pick because I want the, I want the Chiefs to win. I want the Kansas City Chiefs to win. I don't know why. I just, I just don't like That's the 49 fine. I don't like either one of these teams. Um, you know why I think I, without – okay, without finishing my Google search, I'll try to explain why, right? In this playoffs, right, the, the Chiefs, every game they played, they – they came out on top through through their own, I think, in my opinion, through their own merit, their own skill. When they beat the Bills, like, you know, sure, it came down to that field goal. It came down to that one moment. But they were really, I mean, to go into that stadium, a hostile environment, one of the one of the hardest ones to play in the NFL, in the snow, in the cold, and, and really, like, they were they, the game was close and competitive all game long. Uh, they played just great, just a great, great game of football. When they played Baltimore, again, another stadium they went into, extremely difficult conditions, AFC Championship, one of the hardest stadiums, one of the loudest stadiums to play in. They came in there and were clearly the better team in terms of, of, of alert skill. Again, playing a really close smash-mouth football match to borrow a phrase from our friend Jesse the Body Ventura, uh, some real, real smash mouth football, and they and they played and they their talent was on full display. Contrast that with the Niners, who lucked, lucked into the Super Bowl. Sean, I don't know if there's another way to put it. They fell 
ass backwards into this game. And I think even Niners fans would agree. I think they'd even agree. They felt, Sean, that game against the Packers, that game against Green Bay, after Green Bay had beaten the Cowboys in Jerry in Jerry World, dominated the Cowboys, right? So that and and then and then they squeak out the Niners squeak out a victory over the Packers. Wow. And it just seemed like they cap. They, the Niners were the team that capitalized off of other teams' mistakes when they beat the when they beat the Lions, right? When they beat Detroit in the in the in the championship game, I think a lot of that was skill, but I think even more so it was it was Dan Campbell. The Lions beat themselves in that game. It was it was, it was the the coach and his decision making. It was the, the that 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 bounce, Sean. That bounce off of the guy's face mask, and it went up in the air. And the Niners interception, like all of that, all of that, That's just really seemed like, oh, it just seemed like things just broke. Things broke in their favor. No, things I, broke in their favor. No, That's what I, I'm saying. I, I, no, I challenge that. Here's the thing. What I'll give you is the NFC is a noticeably weaker conference than the AFC. Whoever was coming out of the NFC was not going to be as good as the AFC. I'll give you that. But I think you can make an argument that in the kind of mediocre NFC, the 49ers were the best team. I I think, listen, in individual games, anyone can win and lose. Uh, Ask the Lions. And do they capitalize off other teams' mistakes? Sure, but the best teams always do. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're better than the Chiefs. I'm not going to sit here and say they're not better than the top four teams in the AFC. But in the NFC, especially with the way teams like the Eagles completely collapsed in on themselves due to their own mistakes, I still would argue that the 49ers are a very good football team. Prone to mistakes sometimes, but a very good football team. I do think this Super Bowl is going to be competitive. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um but I don't want to spoil who I think is going to win because we are going to talk about that in our picks come up here. Um, so, yeah, these were the teams we were rooting for, but not necessarily yeah, yeah. who we think you're going to win. And I think that's, an, that's right. That is that's important right. to keep in mind. By the way, I should I should mention, I'm repping my... Oh, the Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Kelsey jersey. My, my, my Kelsey because it's it's Kelsey night. And I got, so, I got my Jim Harbaugh. The old, the old logo. I see on. that. There's that's a thumbnail for you with a yep. Repping oh, our team. Look on those on those big biceps. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Look at them. Um. I wish I wish I our, Jason Kelsey. Let, let's get into our bets here because we'll talk about a lot of aspects of the game as we get into it. Uh, for those who are joining for the first time, this is our ninth annual prop bet challenge. What we do is Matt and I each place a series of internal wagers here on different elements of the game uh and we will as the game's going on total up the score whoever gets the most points wins uh matt holds the overall win record uh five wins to my three however i am on a two year win streak i've won the last two hoping to keep it alive um matt very quickly before we get into the bets any any thoughts on your strategy this year going into your picks anything you're going to do differently nope nothing I'm just gonna do do what I do every year. I'm doing what I do every year. Uh, here in the list, we've got a bunch of our um, standard 
Uh, Beth, we got a few new ones this year, Matt. If you're ready to start, we're going to begin with uh, the one we do every year. Um, it's a it's a true 50-50 toss-up in a literal sense. It's the coin toss, Matt, and a tradition on the show is that you pick first every year. So, Matt, uh, what do you think is going to happen in the coin toss this year while you think about it? I will mention uh, last year was tails, the previous year was heads, and the year before that was heads. But again, uh, a real 50-50 toss-up. Sean... I am going to do something different this year. Um, I usually just completely pull this one out of thin air, but uh, we're going to consult AI because it's 2024. So we're going to ask AI what it thinks the uh, coin toss is going to be. And we never said this wasn't allowed in the rule. No, in fact, I encourage it. It might help. I, for one, welcome our robot overlords, and the answer is heads. Heads. They have chosen heads. Can, can you ask GPT why? Why heads? I'm curious the, the reasoning. Oh. The outcome of a coin flip is random, so there is no specific reason why it landed on heads in this simulation. It's just one of the two possible outcomes, heads or tails. That's a little boring, but let's regenerate that. Let's see. Nope, it's like the same thing. But why heads, though? Why not tails? Okay, nothing cool. All right, no, I thought no. the, the Chat GPT has no personality, no, no game. All right. So you're going to take heads. I uh, simply to be contrarian, and it's no fun if we bet the same thing. I will take tails. Um, tails never fails, and we'll see what the result of that is. And Matt, last year we added. I kept it this year. Uh, which team wins the coin toss? Which team? Yes, you got a, another 50-50 shot. What team do you think is going to select heads and then win it? Let's let's go back to ChatGPT. Let's see what it says. It doesn't know. Coin tosses really, really confuse and perturb ChatGPT. <laughs> it really does not. It gets very confused. It, get, it, feels, it gets very apologetic. Like I typed, I said, which team will win the coin toss? And it said, as an AI, I don't have access to real-time information, so I can't predict the outcome of a specific event like a coin toss. The result of a coin toss is com- completely random. It depends on various factors, such as the method of flipping, the coin itself, and, and environmental factors. It is essentially a 50-50 chance well, you know for what? either side to win. Let me, let me type something in because... What? It doesn't want to take a side. It really doesn't. ChatGPT wants to be neutral. Doesn't want the... um... Oh, you're going to love this. So I I thought, okay, what what would be a fun way to determine this? So I wrote, who would win in a fight? A chief or a 49er? (laughs) And this is very... 
In a literal sense, this is the response, in a literal sense, it's important to note that a chief and a 49er refer to different things and don't necessarily imply physical combat. A chief often refers to a leader head of a group, while a 49er typically refers to a a participant in the 1849 gold rush. If you're asking about a fictional or symbolic battle, it would depend on the context and characteristics you attribute to each. For example, if you mean a Native American tribal chief versus a gold prospector from the gold rush, it would be inappropriate and insensitive to frame such a scenario as it oversimplifies and misrepresents historical events of people. Wow. It's gone woke, Matt. It's gone, it's woke. gone woke. Woke chat GPT. Woke chat wow. GPT won't do a fictional fight for us. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Chiefs okay. win. Because of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is going to work her magic. That's They're gonna, I will take Chiefs, Chiefs get, the, get the ball for her. Uh, now, Matt, as we get into our next uh, line item here, I have an exciting twist on this year's prop bets. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. For the first time ever in our ninth years, I am putting actual cash money down on some of these bets. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Wow. Uh, and it's actually a funny story. Uh, that is exciting, Sean. You've be, you've become you have become a degenerate gambler, my friend. It's a problem. It's time for you it's, to get help. It's a problem. So uh, I play six bets across. Where can where can Sean get help? One eight hundred gambler. Gambling uh, addiction. But Matt, I, there's a funny twist to this. So I mm-hmm. learned. So I went to go play. The next one we're gonna do is the anthem, uh, which is a very common prop bet. I went to go place it, and I learned, believe it or not, in the vast majority of U.S. states, it is illegal to bet on certain elements of sports, ones that don't have to do with the game, like uh, the Gatorade bath, the uh, anthem, uh, things. That, so it's actually illegal. So. Because I am so committed to this show and the bit, I can't believe I did this. I went to an an offshore online casino in Panama. <laughs> I gave them my credit card information. Oh no, Sean! Oh, I, no. I deposited some money so oh, I could no. do the stranger side of the prop bets. Will oh. I ever get my money back? I can't say for certain, but I can say I did place actual cash money on these bets. I can say you should think about canceling your credit card and <laughs> getting a new one. And, it, and I will also, not to get too much into it, but they do, um, on this website, they do sports betting, but they also do casino betting, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure is illegal. But they yeah. do the weird thing, if you've ever seen it, where they have like people in a room somewhere over like Zoom. Yeah, play like black. So I, I oh, tried yeah. it. It was very strange. It was I have heard strange. this. And you, you like bet on their games, basically. Like they're playing. Yeah, and... but so, so like the person doing the dealing sees what. So like I hit hit on my thing for blackjack, and then like she pulls a real card in real life. It's very yeah. strange. Anyway, yeah. So hmm. Matt, I I will be announcing the bets as we go through. Uh, so keep okay. an eye on that. That's new this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I win some money. We're gonna start. With the national anthem being sung this year by the legend herself, Reba McIntyre, um, the uh, those sites that will allow you to bet on it has set the line at eighty nine and a half seconds. Hmm. So it's that's so that would be the over under line, right? Correct. Yes. Will it will it basically be ninety seconds? 
um, or will it be uh, or higher, or will it be eighty nine or lower? Hang on, I'm asking ChatGPT. Okay. While you're doing that, I will point out um, that last year's anthem uh, was sung in, in two minutes one second, uh, and the year before at a minute fifty. So right here, we're looking at right at that minute and a half line. <laughs> the duration of Reba McIntyre's rendition of the national anthem would depend on several factors, such as her pacing, establishments, or variations she chooses to include, and whether or not there are any pauses or breaks during her performance. However, without specific information about her planned rendition, it's challenging to provide an exact time. Why do we have ChatGPT? What is it no, actually good for? It's certainly not. Certainly not. It is, it is not helpful at all. That is a non-answer, ChatGPT. That is a non-answer. That's not satisfying at all. Aver How about an average length of a Reba McIntyre song? Will that help? <sighs> It also, and by the way, I tried to ask who would win in a fight, Reba McIntyre or a 49er, and it wouldn't tell me. How about Reba McIntyre or a Chief? I, I, I went with 49er because I figured that would be less racially insensitive. Uh, I can't. How about who, who would win in a fight, Reba McIntyre or Matt Mariani? Uh, the coach. Uh, how about. <laughs> uh, how about Reba McIntyre or Andy Reid's mustache? Uh, or or uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift or Reba McIntyre. I'd take Taylor yeah, on that one. I would probably have to take Taylor too, yeah. Oh, Reba yeah. Reba's pretty tough, but we'll, Taylor would get we'll, would get vicious, yeah. What do you think here? Over or under mm. on, uh, on, on Reba? Reba. I'm going to go, what was the line again? 89 and a half seconds. 89 and a half seconds. I think I'll have to take the over. It's, a, it's country. She's a country gal. It's the anthem. Yeah. Well, I, last year I took the under and I was, I was very disappointed. So we'll probably, I'll probably have to take the over. Yeah. I, uh, I did some extensive research on this. There have been many articles written because this is one of the most common prop bets. People researched her past anthems and believe it or not she does usually end around this point uh but mm -hmm. i agree the pomp and circumstance of the super bowl i'm taking the over as well matt uh on my off-site uh account i bet five dollars to win three dollars and 33 cents three dollars and 33 cents in yeah it was american money or yeah. panama is that panama money panamanian uh no it's real money it is real money um well, Panama money is real money too, Sean. To the Panamanians, is, is the that the Panamaniacs? The Panamaniacs. Has Reba sung the national anthem before? Oh, many, many, many times, going back decades. They actually uh, CBS Sunday Mornings did a piece um, with her about her history singing the national anthem. She has sung it for a long time. The difference is most of the time she sings it a cappella. She doesn't sing with a band. Uh, mm. And so people wonder if the musical interludes will kind of expand her beyond her normal uh, time. Okay. So we're both going over for that. We're both going over on this one. We agree. Um, 
Matt, let's do this one. This is another 50-50 toss-up. Again, you're welcome to ask the computer, uh, which team will be the first to call a timeout? Somehow we've never done this one before, um, and it's pretty darn simple. Which team will be the first to call a timeout? Niners. You're going to take the Niners on this one. Okay. And why? What's 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 the thought? Um, I I just off the top of my head, the Chiefs are more disciplined. I don't think there's a less likelihood if you're calling a timeout. It's the first timeout of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're calling a timeout in the first half, it, it's either well, if you're calling a timeout, period. It's it's for it's for clock management. It's for uh. Or it's for um, if you see something in the defense and you, and you need to, and an audible isn't going to do it. Play clock is running out. With the 49ers, you have a younger quarterback. I think Kaepernick can make defensive adjustments quicker. He can make it rather uh, offensive adjustments to the defense quicker because he's Colin Kaepernick. It's been in the Why league. Are you Colin Kaepernick. What did what I say? I'm really tired, Sean. You said it twice. I'm like, what year is maybe think about the other what Super Bowl? Year is this? Oh, what year? And it's not even the right team. I I'm trying to say, um I'm trying to say Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um You can tell we're real sports aficionados. Oh man. So yeah, all right. Mahomes has been in the league a lot longer. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's gonna call a lot there's gonna be fewer timeouts because he's He's uh, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, he's Patrick Mahomes, right? All right. Yeah. Do you, so, why don't you just stop talking for a minute? Take a breath. Brock uh, Purdy. Brock Purdy's a young man and uh, doesn't know what he's doing. And um, he's going to call the timeout first. That's what it comes down to. Yes, I agree with you. Um, however, I am going to take the Chiefs. Um, I think the 49ers defense will be up on them early. They might have to uh, take a timeout to adjust. Also, considering how not good at all their receivers are, I wonder if somebody sets up offsides or um, is confused about the play and they have to take a, a, a timeout. So I'll take the Chiefs on that one. Hmm. Um, how about uh, this next one, which is uh, the first player to score? Now, this can be any player um, on either team, the first to score. Uh, I do have an active bet on this one, uh, Matt, so I've already made my pick. But why don't you tell me what you think? Um, I can tell you uh, the Vegas odds. Where is this first team, first player to score? Where is it in here? My God, there's so many bets you can make. Uh, Anyway, who do you think it's going to be, Matt? Sean, um, it's never it's never the player we always seem to really think it is. You know, I feel like with this one in the past, a lot of times we go we'll go for like the one of the one of the um, top receivers, or we'll go for like a like a star running back. Remember, we were always waiting for Cam Newton to score, and he never did. In that, first, I think the first. Um, Super Bowl show we did. Uh, it was um, – so I think it's going to be somebody we don't really expect. I think that everybody is – is uh, the, the leaning the, – it's leaning toward Kelsey. I think I'm going to take um, – I'm going to take Rasheed Rice. 
will be the first okay. player to score. Rasheed Rice, Chiefs receiver. I think he scores in the first drive. That's very interesting. I did finally pull up the odds. Um, in order, uh, your most likely touched uh, your first touchdown scores: uh, Christian McCaffrey, followed by Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, Rashi Rice, Brandon Ayuk. Um, Matt, I knew on one of these, I had to gamble. And I thought about it, and I'm like, if I were scripting the Super Bowl, right, what would be that exciting first score to start us off? And I also figured, uh, by the way, this is a wager you can make legally in the U.S., so I was able to make it on a real betting site. I bet $5. I wanted to make some money on one of these bets. So, Matt, I chose Patrick Mahomes. Ah, the little quarterback scramble. Running in touchdowns in the Super Bowl, it's always a good trick play, especially early in a game. I see him getting down in the red zone. Um, the receiver's tied up very well by the 49ers. He just runs it in himself. Huge start, big energy boost for the team. And the best thing is, Matt, I wagered $5. And if I win, I get $125. That's a big that's win. A good this trick. is my biggest win opportunity. The, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I think that's great. That's uh. I, I couldn't have uh, couldn't have planned it out better. That's that was a solid pick, and and I love it. Low low risk, high reward. You know you're gambling, Sean. You know yes, you're sir, gambling. Man. You you have a you you have a, a knack for this. I think. Uh, you know, not to brag, I have made money wagering on sports. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's, it's, I, I have done it before. I will say my father put down a bet on Juwan Jennings, the, the receiver on the 49ers to score a touchdown in, in the namesake okay. in the family. The namesake. Namesake. Um, all right. That was a good one, Matt. We got to get on to the halftime here. Uh, this is, I think maybe my favorite bet we do. It's the halftime set list. We each, uh, pick three songs that we think is going to be performed at the halftime. Each one is worth a point. It's a great way to stack up some points. Matt, this year's performer, Usher. Are you excited for Usher? I'm I'm reasonably excited for Usher. Um, you think he'll have – I don't know if that's one of the bets, but will he have any uh, guests that come on stage with him? There is a bet you can make on that. I didn't mm-hmm. choose it because we've done it in the past and they the people never show up. Like mm. the, anytime you wager, they almost never actually make an appearance. So yeah. it seemed like a bit of a bust. No, listen, I like Usher. I, I like anytime upbeat, high energy music is played. Um, I think his songs are memorable and catchy. He has a huge catalog. Um, apparently, I, I read in an interview, it's going to be a longer than normal halftime. Like he has more songs than a normal artist. So I think it could be interesting. Now, I don't remember which of us picked first last year. Uh, well, I, I think I did. I'll go ahead and say I did. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. I think I, I picked first last year. Okay. Well, if that's the case, I'm happy to pick first this year. Um, so we're going to take turns. Yeah. We're each going to select uh, some songs here. And Matt, for my first pick, 
I'm going to pick uh, Usher's chart-topping hit, Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, one, of it, one of his... I should pull up his discography here so I'm not talking out of my behind. Because um, I, I should see where these charted. Um, God, he's had a lot of songs. Um, he's had a lot of songs. Uh, it's a. It was a Hot 100 top number one hit. It hit one across. It went nine times platinum. Uh, so my first pick is going to be yeah. How about you, Matt? What's going to be your first pick? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> that uh, really, Sean. I think with with a with a, a singer like Usher. you really have to look at the legacy of the man. You have to look at the legacy, the songs that he performed um, in, in big situations, big concerts like this before. Uh, so I think you really, you really want to look at those hits and ones that, that people will know and remember. And I, I'm looking at his discography as well. Uh, there's a variety of collabs that, that he could probably uh, call call up to to join him. And I think his first song that uh, he's gonna do, yeah, all right. I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take. Bad girl. I think that's what that's my pick. Bad girl. Okay. Any, any I don't know a lot of Usher mind? songs. <laughs> I don't know a lot of them at all. I'm realizing that now. But aside from yeah, that's the one that I knew. And I'm I'm I could not sing this song for the life of me. Uh, what song? I I picked Bad Girl. I and think it's, if I remember it, I kind of remember it from like school dances and stuff. I feel like there was a lot of energy with that song. If it's the, uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, are you sh- okay? Bad. And so Bad Girl is the one I'm going to pick. Okay, yeah. There's a song called Bad Girl. Let's do it. Bad Girl for Matt. That's your first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, for my second pick, uh, I'm going to go with another chart topper for his the, the artist here. You got to just look for those number ones on the discography. Um, and I am going to go with uh, maybe my favorite song of his. Uh, certainly the one that's caught in my head the most. DJ Got Us Fallen in Love. Because baby tonight, DJ Got Us. Uh, I, just a great song. I think it's high energy. Um, and certainly one of his more memorable, more modern hits. Um, so I'm going to go with DJ got us fallen in love. Solid pick. That was, uh, probably going to be my next pick because it's, it's another one I realized I've heard, heard of before. Um, I'm going to say my next pick is my boo because, I, th- I think he did that with Alicia Keys. That's what this article says. And uh, maybe she's going to show up. 
I'm gonna say she shows up and they sing. Uh, they they sing my boo together. Everyone loves Alicia Keys. Has she appeared in a Super Bowl halftime before? She seems like the kind of person who would appear. I don't think so. I don't think she has. But it's surprising she hasn't, and this might be her chance. So, my boo, great choice. Uh, and Matt, for my third song, uh, I'm going to go with another high energy hit. Um, uh, I'm going to go with uh, featuring fat, uh, and who knows? There could be an appearance. Past Super Bowl halftime performer Will I Am. Oh, 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 oh. Oh my God. Uh, OMG, it's going to be my pick. Okay. I have not heard that song. Have not heard that Number song. Number one on the charts. Jeez. Uh, um, all right. If Alicia Keys is there anyway, I guess there's another song she did with him called Confessions Part Two. I don't know how that song goes. That was a big hit. Massive. Will we get demonetized if I play like two seconds of it? No, I don't think so. Oh, is that okay? I know that song. Yeah, I think they'll sure that they'll sing that. Yeah, that's my third pick, Sean. Lock me in. Confessions Part Two. You are locked in. I'm gonna lose this round so bad, <laughs> so is, bad. I, I am just blown away by uh, by what you're picking. Um, uh, do, do you want to, if you want, Matt, I'll give you the opportunity for some redemption. Do you want to pick a fourth song? We can each do a fourth. If you feel like that's going to be helpful for you. I, I don't really think that will help. Sean, I don't right, think so. All right, then we'll leave but, it how it is. Uh, yeah. to recap, I have, yeah, DJ got us fallen in love and oh my God. And you have bad girl, my boo and confessions part two. Each is worth a point. Um, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, Matt, we have an additional halftime bet here outside of the set list. We haven't ever done this one, according to my records, uh, and that is total songs played during the halftime show. Now, the songs must include lyrics, so if they only play instrumentals of it, it doesn't count. Total songs played. Uh, the Vegas odds have the over-under at eight and a half. Uh, I will go first because I was able in my weird Panama casino to put money down on this. Uh, I took the over. I bet $5 to win $2 and 27 cents. Hmm. Big winner. Sean, you kind of broke up when you were explaining that last bet. What was, um, <laughs> what was yes. the bet? Yes, uh, total songs played during the halftime show, the over-under oh. at eight and a half. So do, do you think it's going to be eight or less or nine or more? Um, he's got, Usher's got a pretty big, like total songs of Usher songs or just songs in general? Songs in general during the halftime. Yeah, he, he's got a pretty big discography. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say that's an I'm over. the over as well. His right. songs aren't that long either, so you could easily fit more than eight songs. I'm going to say over. You know, we, we both took the over on the anthem and on the songs in the halftime. This game may never end. Oh, it'll end. It'll end because I'll turn it off <laughs> eventually. Fair enough. Uh, Matt, I got a bit of a gambler here. So this this is kind mm. of it. We've never done this one. This is an interesting one here. How many players will attempt a pass 
So it doesn't have to be a successful pass. Attempt it. And the over-under is set at two and a half, which makes sense because you assume Mm -hmm. Purdy and Mahomes both will. Essentially what you're gambling in taking the over is a, a, yes, some kind of trick play um, or even a, a, a botched punt or a fake punt. Um, or a fake field goal where the the p- kicker throws it. Um, a- anyone other than the, the two main quarterbacks attempting a pass, I will say, Matt, uh, you can legally bet on this. Um, I bet $5 on the over that there will be a third person, and I will win $8.60 if I am successful. Solid bet. I, I don't think so. I would probably say no to this one, but... You know, the money was right. If I was doing the money line, I would probably bet. I'd probably put the money up. I don't think it's going to happen, but it seems like the the payoff is pretty pretty high. Who do you think the player would be? Um, like you think it would be a the, someone trick the play or Niners. No, someone on the Niners? I can't think of his name. One of the one of the play, one of the receiver, Debo maybe. One of them has actually thrown a couple of trick plays um, in in his career. So I think it would be the 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 Chiefs don't do a lot of that gimmicky stuff. Um, no, and so I would think it's on the 49ers. No, I think that's that's oh. probably accurate. I, what? And by the way, I will point out uh, this also includes backup quarterbacks. Is the other thing. So if Brock Purdy is playing poorly or either player gets hurt a backup quarterback will also count towards this. So, mm-hmm. but I, I, think I agree that, with you, Matt. You're, you're probably right. I think Debo tried a trick play it, or was unsuccessful. If I remember correctly in the, in the playoffs in one of the playoff games, but you're right. If, if there was either team, if there were a team that would try it, it would be the 49ers. I would think. Uh, and we have another passing uh, bet here, a uh, challenge. Uh, we've never done this one. Of the two quarterbacks, who will have a longer pass completion? So which of the two will have the longest pass completion of the night? Now, I do have a stat here for you. There's no line for this particular bet, but Brock Purdy's over-under is at 37.5 yards for his longest. Mahomes over under is at 35 and a half. So Vegas puts two extra yards on Purdy thinking he's going to throw longer than Mahomes. That being said, Matt, who do you think will have the longer pass completion? I'm probably, I I think I'm going to play close to the vest here and and I'm going to say Mahomes. Longer pass. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, 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 it's an interesting question, right? Because I don't think there's any debate on planet Earth that you know Mahomes is the better quarterback. But one of the reasons the 49ers have been successful is in their uh, long passing game because um, mm. they've got some really fast, explosive receivers. Yeah, who can I, I think also, game. you know what? I might be I might be changing my mind here because I think dollars to donuts. I think uh, I think the the Niners receivers certainly are better right yeah as a whole yeah i think and the niners do they kind of do make their bread and butter on the that long pass in in a lot of ways i believe don't quote me on this i believe purdy had the highest average 
yards, uh, passing yards per pass uh, in the league. Yeah, no, and they do have a lot of, there's a lot of plays designed for that long pass. Question is, uh, you know, they're passing it against Casey's defense. Right, historically the Super Bowl's not full of explosive plays. No, no, it's, it's, it is not. Uh, I'm, I think I might, I think I might stick with Mahomes then. You're gonna stick with Mahomes, okay? Mahomes good. I'm gonna take Purdy on this one, so okay. we'll have a disagreement. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt. Next up, uh, a, a classic for us. Um, yep. The color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach. We've done this every year, um, and I remain proud to say I'm the only one who's ever gotten it correctly. Although. Um, We've only ever gotten it right twice in the whole history mm-hmm. of this thing. So most of the time, neither of us get it. Um, last year, it was purple. The year before, blue. The year before, blue. The year before, orange. Um, this year, I can tell you, uh, per Vegas odds, um, purple is your most likely, followed by orange, blue, then green or yellow. Uh, they combined, then red, pink. Um, and now, actually, you couldn't years ago. Now you could actually bet on no Gatorade port if you really wanted to. Um, yeah. I will say uh, I was able to put money down on this um, in my uh, obscure, dangerous offshore casino. Um, and I put $5 down on orange on orange for plus 300. I wagered $5 for an opportunity to win $15 on orange. Uh, but what about you, Matt? What What color do you think it's going to be this year? I think orange is always a good bet, but tell me um, what color was it the last time that the Chiefs won against the 49ers? Great question. Uh, in mm, 2020, 2020. It, was, it was orange, and when they won last year, it was purple. I think we sometimes, when we've done this in the past, we always try to be like, well, the Chiefs are red, so it'll be red. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I don't think that works. I don't think no. uh, teams think that way. I think it's popular flavors. Um, it is. It's the flavors I, I that they, they have on. on. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go purple. I'm going to go purple again. Sure. A popular purple color Vegas thinks it's the most likely. I think that's a, a very mm-hmm. good pick. Yeah. I have to make up for my. Horrible music round, so <laughs> I'm gonna lose uh, that halftime round. So <laughs> I got to recoup it. I'll take the I'll take the favorite. Yeah, I believe uh, every year that halftime challenge uh, of picking the music, uh, assuming we didn't tie, which we did many years, the winner of that uh, won the overall challenge every year, except for last year where I lost it, but I just swamped you everywhere else. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely important. There's some big points to be won there. Uh, all right, Matt, we are at the end of the episode. A lot of that had to do with uh, the slippery fields. Yes. If you remember, Uh, apparently this year it's supposed to be better. We'll see. Um, (laughs) we're at the end here where we pick the winner, the final score and the MVP. I will tell you, I did wager on the MVP. I'll tell you who that is when it gets to me. Uh, Matt, sum up this Super Bowl for us. Give us your grand argument and let us know who you think the winner is going to be, the final score, and the game's MVP. I think before I do that, 
there's one more category oh. that we didn't take into account. One more prop bet. Um, okay. And that is, will we get a Kelsey Swift proposal? Oh, no. The game. What do you think? Oh, no. That's... Will, we, will we get it? Will it happen? I, I will pull up while we're talking. I know my illegal spot. Uh, Vegas odds say the yes. Yes is plus 210. No is minus 190. So not terribly good odds. What do you think? Uh, I think it is uh, a very stupid bet. Um, I think that's absolutely ridiculous and there's no way in hell that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and I think anyone who thinks it's going to happen uh, may have some sort of brain injury. <laughs> they should go gamble in an offshore casino and pat them up. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll sell them the Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, this is like, and, and, and by the way, not only I, cause I'm scrolling through my offshore casino here. Not only that, there's actually a bet where, Will Travis Kelsey propose? Will Will they do it in a vacation after the game on the field at the podium in the end zone? You mm. play spaces on all of bets on all of this. Um, I mean these get so so. Who will be first to post on social media after the game? Taylor Swift or Brittany Mahomes? I mean this this is mental. Yeah, I think. Um... It is mental, Sean, but the fact that we have to watch these two teams again, we just saw them four years ago, is also is also uh, an exercise in insanity. And um, i i will be I will be watching this game on the Nickelodeon stream. Um, personally, I, I don't know if. Uh, if you know that, but the, the Nickelodeon is streaming this game. Yes. Folks at home, uh, if you want to be, I think, for true entertainment, tune into the uh, the Nickelodeon stream. And I'll be rooting for uh, for for Patrick and SpongeBob to to call a, a to call a good game. Um, I think that it, I, I'm going to have to give it to the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win. Um, I think the final score. Lock me in for the Chiefs winning, and we'll call it 17 to uh, – well, actually, uh, we'll say 20 to 20 to 14. 20, Chiefs, Chiefs 20, Chiefs 20, Niners 14. Chiefs 23. Let's say they get like another field goal at the end. Chiefs 23, Niners 14. All right. And your MVP? Super Bowl MVP has got to be um, Mr. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes again. It's a good bet. He's he's won it the other two years they won the Super Bowl. Yes. So. Yep. It's, it's going to be Mahomes in the end zone. With the purple Gatorade again. Wow. Incredible. Great picks, man. Now, I'll turn it over to you, Sean. And we was, we wonder what, what could have been. We could have had, uh, we could have had Jared Goff in there 
accepting the Super Bowl MVP. Maybe in a, in a, in a parallel universe, Tyler Bass is the Super Bowl MVP for the Buffalo Bills um, instead of the villain that he has become in this timeline. So, yeah. Uh... Last year, I picked the Chiefs to win, um, uh, with Mahomes being the MVP. The year they won in 2020, you picked the Chiefs to win. Um, and I think, well, part of it is it's no fun if uh, I pick the same team as you. But also, as you'll learn from the MVP bet I made hours ago, uh, I was going to pick the 49ers anyway. Um, not just because I'm rooting for them, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, Um but I think I just can't imagine a world where the Chiefs win again. <laughs> um, and I do think the 49ers are a good team. I think they're a well-coached team. I think they're going to exploit, especially the, Mahomes, uh, the Mahomes-led offense. They're going to exploit that and their flaws, of which they have many. The million-dollar question is um, what is – Brock Purdy going to do. Uh, but the good news is I have placed money down on my MVP of this Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58, to be Christian McCaffrey, because I think they will be leaning on him uh, all day for scoring. Um, and I wagered $5 to win $22.50. Uh, 49ers take the Super Bowl, get their revenge on the Chiefs. With a final score, I think you're a little low. I do think points are going to be put up on this thing, considering how both teams are playing throughout the playoffs. And I'm going to go with a... Uh, I'm going to go with a... Thir- I'm going to go with 38 to 28 is going to be my prediction. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think this year will they introduce the least valuable player, and will it be will it be Kadarius Tony, or uh, or the Forty ers kicker? Well, you know it's funny because I I I actually did a bunch of research on this stuff, which um, maybe was a waste of time. But uh, a lot of people did talk about who's going to be the MVP, uh, or no, I'm sorry, who's going to score first. And somebody said, boy, wouldn't it be the Chiefs to like have Kadarius Tony score the opening touchdown of the Super Bowl just to stick it to everybody? And I looked and the odds are like, you know, if you wager it, you're going to win a lot. And I said, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not willing to gamble that. I I, I don't think they care that much. No, I don't think Kadarius Tony's getting anywhere near the field. (laughs) No, he's going to be up in the suite with Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say he's going to be mixing the purple Gatorade. Exactly. For sure. um, mm-hmm. So, Matt, just to summarize, our bets are in uh, a lot of uh, we agreed on a couple of them. Uh, but overall, uh, I'll be posting these online. I do want to summarize uh, for everyone's knowledge. I wagered a grand total of thirty dollars. So I didn't bankrupt myself. Uh, thirty dollars. And in my maximum payout, if I hit all six is one hundred and seventy six dollars and seventy cents. So uh Fingers crossed. Now, again, only some of that money I'll get back because only some of it's at a real casino. But um, hopefully I can cash out. Yeah. And you made history as the first ever up for debate Super Bowl where you, you put your money where your mouth is. 
Yep. And if it goes poorly, I will not do it again next year. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, I will learn that lesson quickly. Um, but we will see. Uh, folks, you're going to want to come back next week. Uh, we're going to be recapping the Super Bowl, our thoughts on the whole thing. Uh, from the game itself to the halftime to the commercials, all the pomp and circumstance. And we'll be revealing the winner of our prop bet challenge this year. Uh, Matt, I'm looking at the sheet here. It feels like a bit of a toss up, to be honest. I know I, I agree. I don't think you really nailed the halftime set list, but I also took a bunch of gambles um, in certain uh, areas where I think you, you kind of took the more obvious answer. Uh, where you could rack up some points on me. So I really think it's anybody's game. You were the gambler. That's me and Kenny Rogers. That's what this is. Um, That's it. But I mean, it should be, it should be a game and it'll be the last one. Those are two things we know about the Super Bowl. Well, it's the last one until the new United <laughs> football league kicks off, Matt. That's uh, right. That's right. And, uh, and the European football league. Did you hear about this? I, we should I have an episode on that. Ooh, we should definitely have a uh, have a we'll have a uh, a lot to talk about the European. Um, what do they call it? European American Football League, something like that. Yeah, European League of Football. We'll talk about the, these teams, uh, and I'm sure in a future episode. I love it mainly because I would love to talk about um, the history of NFL Europe, which is very interesting. Most notably, the Hamburg Sea Devils. Oh, look! The city of Hamburg, Hamburg, Germany. Hamburg, Germany, notably uh, right on the sea. <laughs> They're the Sea Devils. The the Paris Musketeers. Mm -hmm. The Rain Fire, which was the name of the NFL uh, Europe team there. Um. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. The Dragons, I believe that was also the NFL team name. So was the Frankfurt Galaxy. Okay, so some of these are kind of like trading on... Oh, no, the Milano Seaman. Yeah. That's not Whoops. great. I don't... Oh, no, they got t-shirts that say Seaman on them. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, they had to have known. No, I, I don't think anybody told them. This is great. I want to make this the album art for this week. This is great. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Personally, I'm a big, I'm going to be a big supporter of the Fairvar and Throners. Well, but hang on. The go and Throners go. The the Rocklaw Panthers, but the their logo is basically is this affiliated with the NFL in some way? Because <laughs> it, it's it's like a blatant ripoff of the Carolina Panthers logo. When you click the picture, it just says internal server error. Oh, God. This is I, this might be a scam or just like they're just tickets. No, this is real. I, I, I looked into this. This is all legit. The Vienna Viking. Yeah, look at that. that that's a questionable logo right there yeah. uh, in terms of copyright. This is whack. I don't know. A lot of, there's a lot of uh, choices here. The Vienna Vikings, it's the exact same colors. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to dig into this because this is not. And we yep. should also, by the way, talk about the, I don't know if you followed the U.S. Uh, Cricket League that they're starting. Mm-hmm. Um, which also has a bunch of funny, um, obscure, Major League Cricket um, that has a bunch of goofy sounding teams. So um, we, we got great stuff coming up. Oh, we got it. We're going to yeah. do an episode. 
Come back next week uh, for a Super Bowl recap. The week after that mm-hmm. will be the Movie League draft. The Movie Movies. League is coming back. Our draft is coming up. Very exciting. So we got a couple of action-packed weeks here. Of course, our website is upfordebate.tv. Go there to get all the past episodes um, and links to where you can subscribe, including YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can get a hold of us at upfordebatetv at gmail.com. But we're going to wrap it up here, Matt, and i got to go get a few Zs rest up for the big weekend. Uh, but until then, on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We're going to see you next time for another great episode of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.